Whenever I'm impatient, I try to step back and ask myself, why am I in such a hurry to get through my life? Unknown. Hello and welcome to the Taking Back Your Power podcast. I'm Isabel Palacios and I specifically created this podcast to empower and inspire you to create your best life and live a positive existence. Join me as I interview incredible people, share my journey, discuss the law of attraction, and guide you into your greatest version. May you always remember your true beauty, your true worth, and your true power always come from within. So open your mind and your heart, get comfortable, and let's get into it. Hello, my amazing Taking Back Your Power audience. I'm so grateful to have you here. Thank you so much for tuning in. And I apologize for not uploading these past couple of weeks. I have been really taking my time to be present and not be in such a hurry to work. And that's something that I have worked for many years to be able to take off as much time as I'd like to and just take breaks. And I'm so grateful to those of you who are patient with me and who are just so accepting and loving. And you understand how a lot of the work that I do does take a lot of my energy and it is more than just sitting down and getting through work or writing or planning or whatever. It's so much more. And I have really been taking time lately just to be present with my family, especially. And a lot of you guys know that I welcomed, well, my sister welcomed my little nephew into the world a couple of weeks ago. So it has been just a lot of family time and I've really been enjoying that. I've been enjoying just being in the now and not just being go, go, go and rushing and doing things. Because earlier this year, I did go through a bit of a burnout and I had never experienced that before. And I just didn't feel inspired. I didn't feel energized. I felt very, very lacking. And that's why I took a break this summer. I told myself this summer, I was really going to be present and enjoy life. I'm 25. You're not 25 forever. And that's something that I've really been conscious of recently. And the past maybe four years of my life have been a big struggle, I think, about since I was maybe 20. My early 20s were really just a lot of anxiety, a lot of stuff, a lot of turmoil, a lot of different things. And I also was working really hard towards my goals and my dreams and my vision. And I did get very far, but now it's kind of like, okay, I'm setting back and just enjoying the fruits of my labor a little bit because I don't want to wake up one day and say, wow, I just breezed by through my 20s and I don't remember anything. And that's kind of how I feel about the first half of my 20s as I feel a sense of I rushed through things. And I know I'm not the only one who dealt with that. And now that I'm getting older, I feel how a lot of younger people, and it can happen to you any stage of your life, you feel the need to rush through things and feel the need to go, go, go and set goals and go after them. And honestly, guys, I believe goals and setting goals and having exciting goals, goals that make you just want to jump out of bed or goals or dreams that make you want to work hard. Those are what life's all about. That's what I believe. But I also believe that you have to take time and really figure out what you want out of life instead of just doing, 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 or just following the crowd and saying, okay, well, I'm going to do what everyone else is doing and I'll get through this and I'll find my way or whatever. And 
that's the beautiful thing about life is that we can take it in any direction we want. We can do so much with life and we're so stuck in the paradigm that others have set for us that we forget that we're in control. We forget that we can just do whatever we want. If you want to go off for a month and just travel, you can do that too. But a lot of the things that hold us back are fear or fear of what others might say or fear that we're not doing something right because we're deviating from the norm and it should never be like that. Life is a big, blank, empty page that you can do absolutely anything with. And that's a lot of power. It's a lot of responsibility. It's a lot of unknown and risk that you take when you live your life like that, but it's totally worth it. And a big reason why I was inspired to talk about this topic for this week's episode is because I get so many messages. I get a lot of questions. I get DMs, emails, and a lot of it has a common theme of, I've never done this and I really want to do this. Okay, let's, let's use a little example here. I have a lot of young women who write me and say, Isabel, I am desperate for love, or I've never been in a relationship and I'm 19, or even more than that, I'm 27, I've never been in a real relationship or whatever. And, or other people saying, I've, I've never done this. I feel like I'm behind on my life. I feel like I should be doing this and this and this. And this whole energy of feeling behind, that creates a lot of anxiety. That creates a lot of pressure. That creates a lot of depression. It creates resistance. It creates all these awful things that build up inside of us and we never really actually enjoy our lives. And if you look back on history, yes, in the past, there was a lot of turmoil, political, socioeconomic, a lot of war, a lot of things like that in the past, but people, I guess, were more aware of their mortality, aware that the fact that they could die in any day, any moment, and they actually took time to celebrate life. They took time to be with family. They took time to party, celebrate. Even soldiers on the battlefield, what would they do before they'd go out and march? They would get drunk. They would have parties. It was a lot of celebration in the past. And now, especially here in America, it's like you don't really have that sense of let's celebrate, let's have fun. And it's kind of like in a sense of let's not get together and drink because we're celebrating life, but let's get together and drink because life sucks. I want to challenge that notion that life sucks, that things are hard, that we have to suffer because we kind of live in a doomer generation now where the young people are like, oh, well, everything's going to hell. Everything's going down the gutter. So, you know, what's the point? And I want to challenge that because we are very privileged to live in this day and age. We're very privileged that, especially in the Western world, we really have everything at our disposal. We don't have to worry about the things that our ancestors had to worry about. And our life has become so comfortable that we've created issues and problems in our mind and as a collective consciousness that everything sucks when in reality, everything is pretty damn good these days, at least what I like to see it as. Of course, guys, you can find problems and issues everywhere. That's just the way the world is. That's the way humans are. We create turmoil. We create issues. We create problems. And that's human nature. But we should challenge that. We should never accept things as they are and always push to improve, push to get better, because then what's the point? What's the point of living your life if you're not going to try to better yourself or better the world or better the lives of those around you? And if you decide to have kids, you want to have 
a good world for your kids to inherit. So that's our job here in the present moment. We have to make things better. We have to make ourselves better. We have to improve. We can't accept things the way they are. So I know I kind of went off on a tangent there, but let's get back to it. Living life, enjoying life, being present. The problem is a lot of us, we tend to want to live life as a checklist. We're rushing to find the one. We're rushing to meet goals. We're rushing to one up each other. We're rushing to do all these things or get on the next trend or all this stuff, get attention, whatever it may be that you feel like you're rushing towards. And we're rushing to tick these boxes. So when you turn a certain age and you're like, wow, I'm not married. I don't have kids. I don't have a family. I don't own a house. I don't have all this stuff. And that's where you start to feel inadequate. I don't want you to think that you shouldn't have these goals. If you want to have a family one day, of course, that's a beautiful thing to have a family. I think A lot of us would like to have a family or a child or a house or whatever. And if that's your goal, that's great. If that brings you fulfillment, that is great. That is wonderful. If that is a goal that you have, that is actually a goal that makes you happy and not set just to fit in with the rest of society or to make your parents or family or friends or anyone happy, then that's great. But the problem comes along when you don't have these things, when you haven't checked off these boxes on your list and you feel a need to rush towards the finish line instead of enjoying the race that you're going through now or the marathon that you're running through now. So I ask these people, what is the rush? Why do you need this now? Oh, well, it makes me happy. This will make me happy. This will make my life fulfilled. And let me tell you guys something. I have a close family member and this person has had extreme fortune. And I don't mean this in a monetary sense. This person has overcome so much and has had so many wonderful things come into their life. And all these miracles, these blessings have happened to this person. And they still can't get past the fact that they don't have certain things. So even though they have a beautiful family, they have all these blessings, they have a place to live, they have a great job, they have all these things, they feel like they never have enough. And I always try to talk to this person and give them advice. Of course, it's kind of how I am. That's like the dynamic I have in my family. I'm always the one giving advice. But I always try to say, listen, be grateful. Look on the bright side. Look at all these amazing things you have. So many people would love to have what you have. And I tell this person, when you get through one point in your life, don't start looking for the next problem and creating the next problem. Because this person literally is like, okay, yeah, yeah, I got all these things, but now I have to do this. Now I have to do that. And it's like a never ending struggle. And what does that breed? That breeds anxiety. That breeds you being ungrateful for the present moment and not actually looking at all these incredible things you have in your life, looking at all these blessings. And instead you keep looking at what you don't have. And that's the issue is that we're always looking at what we don't have or what we haven't achieved yet, or even worse, comparing where we are to other people and then feeling inadequate because we're not where those other people are. And that's the issue. 
We have to take life as a journey, not a destination, because then what's the point? If you're not enjoying where you are now, how are you even going to be capable of enjoying your life once you attain that? Let's say you're in constant anxiety because you want to find the one and you feel like, oh, I don't want to be single. I don't want to be single. I want to find somebody. Everyone else is getting married. Everyone else has this. Everyone else has had relationships and me. I've never had that. You are rushing or passing by these incredible years of singlehood. Okay. So let's say you're single and you're really worried because everyone else is in a relationship and you're not, you just want that person. You want that person. And you are literally your life, your life. You're not immortal. Okay, guys, you're not immortal. We know we're not immortal. We know we're going to die eventually. So why the heck are you trying to rush through these precious days of your life? because you don't have a certain thing or certain person, or you haven't done this and this and this. Why? Why do we do this to ourselves? Why are we so impatient for our life to pass us by? Why do you really want to pass by? Let's say you're 19. You've never been in a relationship. Being 19 is awesome. Being young is awesome because you have your whole life ahead of you. You probably haven't seen your best days yet but you're trying to rush by them. You're trying to rush by this journey. You're trying to wish away these days that you have here, these gifts. Every time you open your eyes, it's a gift. You're trying to push past these gifts in order to get somewhere else. Where's the sense in that? So take time to slow down. And if you have anxiety and you deal with anxiety, and this is coming from someone who has dealt with anxiety all my, since I wouldn't say all my life, but I've had anxiety probably since I was 18, (laughs) you know, around that time period where you're like, crap, what am I doing with my life? What am I supposed to be doing? That's when I started developing that. And now my anxiety, it's, it's gone away. And I'm not saying that it doesn't come up every now and then it does. I think it's a natural kind of fight or flight response for me is to get anxiety, but I have really slowed down. I've slowed down my life. I've allowed myself to enjoy life. And it says that if you're a Christian, you know in the Bible, God doesn't want you to suffer. God doesn't want you to be unhappy because the thing is when we're unhappy and we're suffering, we tend to bring down the collective consciousness of the planet as a whole. And also people who are in pain and suffering many times take out the pain on others and create destruction, create greed, create all these problems from the ego. Fear breeds fear. So It doesn't make sense that we have to be in a constant state of anxiety or constant state of suffering. Suffering might happen every now and then, but it's not meant to be constant. So if you're dealing with anxiety and you're telling yourself you should be somewhere else, that's what's creating anxiety because you're telling yourself you should be somewhere else instead of happy right where you are now. Choose to be happy exactly where you are right now. It doesn't have to be perfect because life will never be quote unquote perfect. Like I was talking about my family member. They have everything they could ask for. They wanted two years ago. They wanted all that they have now and they're still not happy because they keep telling themselves that they have to be somewhere else or they have to have this or they have to have that. But this is the thing about life, guys. When you overcome an obstacle, there's going to be new obstacles in the way. When you reach a level of success, you're going to want to keep climbing the ladder. It's not like you reach a level of success and then, oh, I'm good here. No, it's always more, more, more. We want more. We want to keep going up. When you overcome an obstacle, more things are going to come your way. More problems are going to arise. So what does that tell you? That 
unless you become happy in the present moment, no matter where you are in life, you're never going to truly enjoy your life. You're never going to truly enjoy your success. You're never going to truly enjoy your family, your youth, abundance, your health, your happiness. You won't because you're in a constant state of telling yourself that where you are right now is not good enough. So what does that breed? Anxiety. It breeds depression eventually. It breeds feelings of inadequacy. And then what happens if you're in this go, go, go rat race kind of mentality and then one day, God forbid, you get in a car wreck and then things go awry and you could lose a limb, you could lose your life and then what? Then it's over. So we have to really be present and allow ourselves to just live, allow yourself to take breaks, allow yourself to just go hang out, to do nothing, get off your phone. Guys, get off of the phones. It's so funny because I was at at somebody's house and I left my phone outside on like the patio chair. And I I was like, where's my phone? And I didn't even realize an hour, two hours passed and I went back to get it. And my friend was like, wow, you you just saw your phone? (laughs) Like it's been there for hours. You just saw it? And I was like, yeah, I, I don't really get on my phone much anymore because the phone again getting on social media, seeing what everyone else is doing or seeing that note that people are doing things without you or whatever it could be. People posting their triumphs and then, you know, you feel like you're inadequate. I I get off my phone because I want to be present. I really just want to enjoy the people and the company around me. Really set my own paradigm in my life and I take time to do my own thing. And if people want to say anything, well, I don't really care. It's my life. And I've taken ownership of my life. I've taken ownership of my feelings, of where I'm going in life. And I think that's what it's all about. Take ownership of your life. Own the fact that you're in this moment in your life. You don't have to be anywhere else. Stop thinking you have to be anywhere else in order to be happy and know that your happiness is exactly where you are in this moment because happiness is not a destination. You don't have to pursue it. You just have to be it. You have to be in the now. You have to be present. And that's where you will find peace, happiness, joy, all those things. Take a moment to just go outside and look up at the sky. Whether it's cloudy or it's sunny and bright and blue, go out and just look at the sky. At night, take some time to just stargaze. Look up at the stars or look up at the planets or look up at the planes that pass overhead. But really make sure that you are looking and observing your life as it is, and not just seeing it through the lens of a camera or seeing it through your phone or your Snapchat or Instagram stories. You know, there's people who they post and post and post all these things on their Instagram stories for others to see, yet they're not actually seeing it themselves from their perspective. There's people who go on vacation and all they do is post and post and post. And and I'm not saying that I wasn't guilty of this. I've, I've been guilty of that. You know, I would go out and just Snapchat and do all this stuff, especially in college. And now it's like, you know, that, that really didn't bring me any fulfillment. Cause I really don't remember much of whenever I was 20, 21, 22, it's kind of a blur to me. And that really made me sit down and be present, really be mindful of what's going on around me. And because of that, this year, people say, Oh, the year has flown by. And I'm like, no, this year has dragged on. <laughs> 2019 has been such a long year for me. And I think that's great. I've really been mindful and conscious this year. And that's something I used to not be. So if you feel pressure right now, seek to find the peace, fulfillment, and gratitude 
exactly where you are right here in life. Seek to find the birds singing, kids playing, water. Go near water, a body of water, and just see how it's so still and so calm on the surface. And then underneath, there's life. There's so much down below the surface of any body of water. You might not even know it. And seek to be curious in your life. Always seek to learn, to explore, to know new things, to fill your mind with wonderful information. And don't just take the information that's thrown at you or given to you via the media or social media, but seek to find answers for yourself. Because how many of us are just mindlessly scrolling, mindlessly consuming, mindlessly watching videos or liking photos or mindlessly buying things online and not actually taking the time to sit and ponder these things, even driving. You know, people are in such a rush to get places. You're in a rush to get home. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, and it's funny because we don't actually take time to, it, it, back in the fifties, I would say, probably back in the early 20th century, people would just drive around. And I know this is when gas was dirt cheap, but people would actually take their time to drive around and cruise around. That was a thing. People would say, hey, you want to go hang out? Yeah, let's go for a drive. That's something that we don't do anymore. Now it's just fighting through traffic, fighting everyone, fighting your neighbors, fighting your coworkers. And we should seek to be more in harmony with our environment instead of pointing out all the things that are going wrong and everything that's bad and start focusing on what's all good and wonderful around us. Because odds are, if you go out and you list 10 things that are beautiful, it will probably be a little difficult to do so. But it would be so easy. It's kind of autopilot for us. So easy for us to just point out the flaws in other things, point out the flaws in our lives. And don't do that. You must honor, you must honor your life, honor your journey. See yourself as the protagonist of your story, as a hero. Think of, and this is something that I see nowadays. We really don't have these larger than life heroic people in our daily lives. I think we have a lot of problems in our society because we don't have people who are showing us true strength and resolve and stoicism and people who are actually fighting for a bigger cause. We do have those people, but the media doesn't shed light on them. The media just sheds light on people who are controversial and who have issues and who are a bad influence on society, and we shouldn't do that. We should aim not to look up to people so much, but be the hero and be that positive influence, that positive force in our lives and also in the lives of others. And that's something I think of now. You know, I don't really see myself as a role model, but I'm aware that I have a platform and I have people watching me. And I say, I want to create more in this earth and be the example that I want other people to hopefully be for themselves. And not fall in line with what everyone else is doing, not fall in line with how others are living their lives or what others are doing or posting or creating. I want to do what feels right to me. And I feel that we're kind of in the aftermath of a lot of things in this current society. We're in the aftermath of a lot of ideals. And that's why you feel like there's so much turmoil right now, because it's kind of like everything has come to a head at this point, all this stuff from the past. And that's fine. It's good because that means we can usher in a new era, but it's up to us 
this younger generation. We have to pull the reins and we have to make the best of things and do the best that we can and not fall in line with the way things are going. So I know this is a bit of a tangent, but just take time to ponder, to really be present, not allow your thoughts to overcloud the present moment. Stop wishing you were elsewhere and start loving where you are now. That is true self-mastery. That's what you call kombucha ASMR. (laughs) Sorry guys, just had to have a little kombucha break there. But let's get on to some tips on how to stay present. And not just be present, but actually enjoy the present moment. I want you to start looking at life as something to be enjoyed. And let me make something clear here. Enjoying life doesn't necessarily mean you have to go on these crazy wild trips or these crazy wild parties and go out every weekend, things like that. Literally enjoying life can just be sitting at home, reading a good book, or just sitting outside and being in nature. It's all about finding enjoyment, finding what makes you enjoy life, what brings you fulfillment and enjoyment. So these tips that I'm going to give you are what have helped me. But of course, feel free to venture out and try new things, start new routines, get out of your comfort zone, do something exciting. And I think that's how we really bring back the essence of life, especially if you've been in a rut, especially if you haven't been in a positive frame of mind, it's important to break the cycle and start doing things that you enjoy or finding new things that you can enjoy. So tip number one is meditate. Meditation helps so very much. And I want you to start getting into the habit of not starting your day or not getting on your phone or not doing anything until you have meditated that day. And I know meditation could be something new and foreign to you and that's okay. We're all beginners in anything that we start and we have to be a beginner in order to become an expert. So I want you to either download a meditation app or Headspace is a great one. There's one called Insight Timer that has all free meditations. You can also listen to guided meditations on YouTube. They are incredible. My favorite guided meditation YouTuber channel is Jason Stevenson's. I talk about him all the time. The Your Ideal Life guided meditation is incredible. But I honestly prefer these days not to do a guided meditation, but actually do a silent meditation for at least 15 minutes. So I will set a timer or if I have more time that morning, I will just allow myself to meditate for as long as I want. But it's important that you really become conscious of your thoughts and you learn to watch the thinker. Now, I highly recommend to anyone who wants to practice mindfulness, who wants to learn more about meditation and mindfulness and being in the present moment and quote unquote, watching the thinker, please read the book, The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle. And that teaches you a lot about meditation, about mindfulness and about your thoughts that a lot of the anxiety or depression or the feelings of uneasiness or the separation we feel between ourselves and our higher selves is because we're allowing these different thoughts to come in and cloud us and affect our emotions, affect our judgment and affect our daily lives. So it's important that you create a meditation practice that 
helps you and is unique to you and is going to work for you and you can stick to long term. So a great place to start is always with a guided meditation. Apps like Headspace really do a great job of taking you from a beginner to an expert level and teaching you how to work your breath, how to breathe, how to count your breaths, how to watch your thoughts and let them float by. And it's important just to try different things. There's really no right or wrong way to meditate. You just have to make sure that you're not going to be interrupted, that you have a nice quiet space. And it's okay if there's background noises or airplanes flying ahead. You know, where I live, you guys probably hear the airplanes all the time, but you don't have to be in complete silence. Sometimes the background noises allow you to become more present in the present moment. So don't fight them. Don't fight the thoughts. It's not about fighting or pushing away thoughts or not allowing negative thoughts in. Meditation is literally about observing your thoughts not judging them and then letting them go. Just watching them kind of like watching birds fly by. Oh, there's a thought and we're not judging them. We're not saying that's a negative thought. That's bad. No, we just see the thought, observe it and then let it go. And that's something that I do until I reach a point where I am in complete submersion in the present moment. No thoughts of the past, of the future, of what I need to do. Just me literally being in the present moment. So I will probably do a YouTube video about meditation, about the methods I use, how I do it, just to help some of you beginners out there. But what really taught me how to meditate was the app Headspace and also guided meditations that teach you how to breathe. So you breathe in for four seconds. You hold for four seconds and then exhale. I believe there's like a four by four by four meditation method I've heard. So there's different things that you can try. So it's really about counting your breaths, making sure that you're clearing your mind and you're not getting hung up on the fact that you have all these negative thoughts. And I swear to you guys, after you meditate, you just feel a huge pressure lifted off of your shoulders. You feel so clear. You feel so calm. You feel so present. And it's truly something that if you do every single day and you build a habit of it, not just something you do once in a while, it's not going to, you know, it's like taking an antibiotic or medication. They want you to be constantly taking it until you don't have to take it anymore. So if you skip a day, it's like it undoes all the other medications you've taken basically. So think of meditation as your medication. You need to have it constantly every single day in order for it to take effect, in order for it to heal. And you can start off very simply. You just do 10 minutes a day, 15 minutes a day, and you'll see that it's going to be something that you're not going to be able to live without. You're going to have to meditate at least once a day. And in the morning, like I said, is preferable before you go out and face the world, take some me time, take some mindfulness time, and you'll see how you'll get better. Secondly, stop looking back into your past and stop looking forward into the future too far ahead. We have to really, in order to be present, stop worrying about the past. Stop thinking that you have to change something about the past. Stop thinking that, you know, looking back in regret or missing, it's good to have memories. It's good to have, you know, good moments that you think back. You're like, oh, what a great time I had. Of course, that's wonderful, but never look back in regret. Never stay focused on something or someone or a situation that you can't change. And guess what, guys? We can't change the past. No matter how much we cry over it, no matter how much we worry about it, no matter how much we think about it, we just can't go back into the past. What we do have is the present moment. So the present moment begets the future. So if you're worried about the future, that means you just got to be present. 
You got to be here. Do what you can with what you have now. Don't worry about things in the future that haven't even happened yet. And the problem that a lot of people who have anxiety have is that they look so far off into the future and expect negative outcomes already. And those of you who practice the law of attraction, you know that when you look forward and you expect bad things to happen, bad things will happen. That's just the law. Anything, all that energy you send out is what comes back to you. So if you're saying the future is going to be tough, it's going to be all doom and gloom and I'm going to fail, then that's what's going to happen. But you have the power right now to write your story. Your story is being written currently in this present moment. You listening to this podcast right now is you being present. Take a moment right now and just look around. Where are you? What are you doing? How are you feeling? Don't look at your past. Don't look at the hour before this hour. Think of right now. Think right now in this moment. Everything's pretty good, isn't it? Don't think about, oh... 15 minutes ago, I got in a fight with somebody and now I feel like crap. No, that happened 15 minutes ago. It's not happening right now. That happened an hour ago. It happened this morning. It's not happening right now. Your past does not determine your present, nor will it determine your future unless you allow it and you keep going back into the past. And your present moment does not have to be filled with anxiety unless you're constantly looking forward into the future. Then that's your choice. You have the ultimate say in how your present life is going. So step into that power. Take ownership of your present moment. Don't let anyone push you back into the past or push you forward over the cliff into the future. (laughs) That's not your battle for you right now. Right now, focus on being here because the future is not guaranteed. My third tip is to seek to fulfill your days, make the most out of your days and not just see your life as one big hole. So, and I don't mean whole as an H O L E. I mean a W H O L E, a whole, a whole piece. And that's the thing is that we judge our lives and say, Oh, I have a bad life or I have a good life because of a series of moments or days or just situations that have happened. And we judge our entire life as a whole, instead of seeing the 24 hours that we have in front of us as our life. Our life is made up of these series of 24 hours a day or months or whatever you want to break it down. But life is not just a big hole. It's a bunch of different pieces, a bunch of different events and ideas and things and situations. And we have to seek to do the best with what we have right now in these 24 hours that we have. So don't seek to fill your whole life with all this stuff. Seek to fill your days. Do the most that you can every day. Set daily goals. Don't set these huge goals all the time and then be in anxiety because you haven't reached them or feel bad about yourself because you haven't reached them. Instead, seek to break down these big goals into smaller goals so that you'll have little wins every day. You'll have small victories that will add up into something bigger. So Don't seek to say, okay, I mean, of course, it's great to have plans. It's great to plan out your life and have long-term goals. That's so important. But don't forget about these little days that may seem insignificant. These days also add up to your life. These moments right now, this is your life right here, right now. It's not off in the future or it's not back in the past. It's right here, right now. I don't care how old you are. I don't care what you're doing in life. I don't care what your current circumstances or what your situation is. This right here is your life. And guess what? Even if it's not great, even if it's not perfect, 
that does not mean that it's going to stay like this forever because tomorrow's a new day. Tomorrow, something new happens. Somebody new comes into your life. Some new opportunity arises, things that you never even imagined, but that's going to be another day. Today, you worry about getting through today. Don't see your life as a big mountain you have to scale. I say this all the time. Take steps up the mountain, step by step, little by little, start scaling the mountain. You look up at the big mountain, you're going to get scared and run away and not get through anything, but you just got to start where you are with what you have and make the best of it always. Lastly, seek to create, be a creator, not just a mindless consumer. Seek to create art, create opportunities, create joy, create good energy, be a creator. And I don't mean this in a, okay, go start a YouTube channel or a podcast. If that's something you want to do, go ahead, create, put that good energy out there, put all the energy that you want in your life outwardly, express yourself, express your ideas, express your projects, start new things, even creating stuff just for yourself, for your own enjoyment. A great thing that people can do is paint, painting, literally just buy a canvas, go to the art store, buy a canvas and some acrylic or oil or watercolor and start painting. Watch a Bob Ross tutorial and look how that man actually would get into his paintings. He would create worlds. He would create a brand new landscape. He would create a whole little universe on this canvas. And you don't have to be an expert painter. I'm not an expert painter, but I paint from time to time. You can even write poetry. You could do so many things instead of just sitting down on your phone and mindlessly scrolling. Don't worry. Instagram's not going to go away. You're not going to lose your following if you don't post for a while. You're not going to lose your friends if you don't answer a text message. And if your friend threatens to not be your friend because you don't answer the text messages, well, then they don't deserve to be your friend. But All I'm saying is don't just sit and mindlessly consume. Don't just go on YouTube and watch all these videos and then just sit back and do nothing like a vegetable. No, if you watch a video and it inspires you, get up and do something. Don't just sit back and keep consuming and keep consuming. And this creates this kind of spectator syndrome. I don't know if that's even a thing. It probably is a thing but you're just spectating. You're just watching everyone else live their lives and you're not living your own. So go out and do things, take action, start new ventures, join a club, join a team, go do charity, help others out, volunteer at an animal shelter, do things. Don't just watch others do their things. That's something I'm very mindful of these days. I used to, you know, scroll and like and watch and do all these things. And now I'm just very conscious of the information that I am allowing in and I am choosing what information I decide to consume. So you could even argue, some people might argue this, well, Isabel, everything you're watching is already curated for you by YouTube or by Netflix and all that. And that's true. That's actually very true. A lot of the stuff that you watch or come up in your recommended is not by accident. It's chosen for you. So that makes you realize, okay, I got to take a step back from this digital world, this digital universe and actually come and live in this reality that we're here, that we're creating for ourselves. Back here in the physical plane, there's something totally different than what's going on in the digital 
plane. And the thing is nowadays, the digital and the physical, it's kind of meshing together, kind of what Elon Musk said about AI. Eventually, humans and AI, artificial intelligence, are going to mesh together and kind of create robo-people or a super intelligence. So we have to really conserve our humanity. We have to conserve our biology, our natural state, and just be out in nature not really doing much, maybe just being around people that you love, having conversations, not always having to document everything, not always having to take pictures, not always trying to tell people what you're doing or how you're doing, whatever. Because odds are, guys, the people you're trying to impress are trying to impress you too. (laughs) As funny as it may seem, we're all just trying to impress each other. So you don't have to impress anyone. Just live your life how it feels most organic and authentic to you. And that will help you be present. We try to blame a lot of the issues in our lives and in our society on technology, on this, on that. And the thing is, we are society. We are technology. We created a lot of this technology and it's up to us and whether we want to opt in to that paradigm or if we want to opt out and live life on our own terms and actually live our lives in the here and the now, building for the future, but also enjoying these little moments here, these seconds, these precious minutes. And don't think that you always have to be doing fun things. Of course, have fun, enjoy life, but also know when it's time to work, know when it's time to create, know when it's time to be responsible and whether it's cleaning because cleaning is so important. And I know a lot of people don't like to clean. They feel they're wasting their time, but you deserve to live in a nice, clean, happy, healthy environment. You deserve that. You as a divine being, you need to create an environment where you're happy and make the best out of what you have. Even if you don't like the place you live, you wish you had this, you wish you had that, make the best with what you have right here and right now. And this is not all going to happen in vain. Yes, you will alleviate a lot of things like anxiety, depression, resentment, whatever. You will alleviate all these symptoms, but... In turn, you creating a life you want and a life that you love and you creating what you want right here in the present moment, you will manifest beautiful things. You will manifest abundance. You will manifest more good feelings, more opportunity. The doors will swing wide open for you to go in any direction you wish. But it's all about taking ownership, living here in the now, presently, fulfilling your life, yourself, not waiting for anything or anyone to come in to give you happiness or fulfillment, but creating it for you. Don't kill time, guys, because time is killing you. (laughs) It's one of my favorite sayings. Don't kill time. Don't wish your days by for better days because it's all here. It's all right now. Take time, be in nature, turn off your phone for a while, go have a conversation with somebody elderly. I think that's always a great thing sit down, talk about ideas, create new ideas. If you have ideas for projects, go talk about them, go execute them, create a plan, work towards that plan every single day and know that you're exactly who, what, and where you need to be right now in the present moment. You don't need to be anywhere else. You don't need to be anyone else. You don't need to be anything else, but just who you are right now. 
So thank you guys so very much for tuning in and for listening. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. And if you have, it would really, really help me if you leave a positive review on whatever platform you may be listening to this podcast. And of course, feel free to follow Taking Back Your Power on Instagram and follow me on my own personal Instagram. The links are always down below. And I also would love to see you over on YouTube on my channel where I touch upon a lot of these topics. So all the links are always in the description of this podcast and always feel free to share these podcasts with anyone you think might benefit from them. That also is good to spread the word so that we may lift our collective consciousness and positively influence each other. I love you all so very much. And always remember, no matter who you may be in this life, no matter where you may be, no matter what your current circumstances are, no matter what you look like, no matter your age, no matter what, always remember this, your true beauty, your true worth, and your true power always come from within. That's a non-negotiable. I love you. And don't forget to tune in for next week's episode of Taking Back Your Power. Goodbye.